0: Hey friends, I'm Sharon Betters, and this is the Daily Treasure podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. We have just started a new series called A Broken Hallelujah. And today's treasure is from Job 13 verse 15, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. About a year ago, I was asked to teach a workshop on the topic of grief in the context of One Annapolis, a women's regional conference sponsored by our denomination. As I thought about how to develop my topic, our son Chuck preached a message titled, A Broken Hallelujah. As I listened, I realized that A Broken Hallelujah, as a workshop title, captured the message I try to communicate in almost everything I write. However, the more I dug into the backstory of the song, A Broken Hallelujah, the more uncertain I was that I had chosen wisely. Leonard Cohen spent almost 15 years writing this song and originally it had 80 verses. He recorded it in 1984. When he brought the song to the studio for recording, people who knew him were surprised by his use of a religious context, and in particular the term hallelujah. Because of the song's enormous popularity, there has been debate over what Cohen really meant by the words. Years later, after the song was launched and captured the hearts and imaginations of millions of people across the world, Cohen said, I wanted to push the hallelujah deep into the secular world, the ordinary world. He continued, The world is full of conflicts and full of things that cannot be reconciled. But there are moments when we can transcend and reconcile and embrace the whole mess. And that's what I mean by hallelujah. That regardless of what the impossibility of the situation is, there is a moment when you open your mouth and throw open your arms and you embrace the thing and you just say, Hallelujah, blessed is the name. Only moment that you can live here comfortably in these absolutely irreconcilable conflicts is in this moment when you embrace it all and you say, Look, I don't understand at all. Hallelujah. That's the only moment that we live here fully as human beings. Cohen also said, The song explains that many kinds of hallelujahs do exist, and all the perfect and broken hallelujahs have an equal value. It's a desire to affirm my life, not in some formal religious way, but with enthusiasm. With emotion, I know that there is an eye watching all of us, There is a judgment that weighs everything we do. Friends, Cohen's words imply that he understood the meaning of hallelujah. Literally, praise Yah or praise God. In Hebrew, hallelujah means to rejoice in praising God. However, hallelujah is also a command. No matter our circumstances, God calls on us to declare hallelujah where do you typically hear the word hallelujah? Depending on the kind of church you attend, maybe when the preacher is in that zone and someone in the congregation can't stand it and shouts hallelujah. Maybe it's when you get an answer to prayer or a difficult challenge resolved, you whisper hallelujah. In ways he never imagined, Cohen succeeded in bringing a cry of hallelujah outside the church into a secular world. People across the world cry out hallelujah, Without understanding that by doing so, they are glorifying the one true God and, in essence, obeying the Hallelujah command. Some might see such a cry of Hallelujah by those who don't know Jesus as heretical. However, Jesus' response to the Pharisees when they complained about the people praising him as he arrived in Jerusalem on a colt tells a different tale, as we read in Luke 19, verses 35 through 40. And they brought it to Jesus. And throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. And, as he rode along, they spread their cloaks on the road. As he was drawing near, already on the way down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest." And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. And he answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. My purpose in this devotional is not to defend or elevate the song of broken Hallelujah to a place it doesn't belong. However, there are teaching moments in its message. Even though my research indicates that Cohen lacked understanding of the power of the gospel, In this series, we will use the idea of a broken hallelujah as a starting point and the flawed message of this song to turn us toward the only true foundation that enables us to sing or live a life that is a broken hallelujah. Start thinking about people you know whose lives are a broken hallelujah and thank God for the way their life journeys encourage you to trust the Lord in your own life pathway. And Father, even the rocks will cry out hallelujah. Open our eyes to new ways we can declare hallelujah throughout our everyday lives. Friends, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, What a joy it is to think about all of you and myself linking arms across the world as we consider just a few minutes of God's Word. And it's our hope that these few minutes will lead you into a deeper study of his word because it is there that we find truth and guidance and wisdom for our everyday lives. I want to encourage you to help us continue to offer daily treasure for free. For your gift of any size, we are going to send a copy of Treasures in Darkness to a local funeral home. And our goal this month is to give 30 copies to a funeral home for them to disperse at their discretion. We believe that this is one way that we can offer the help and hope of Jesus, and you can make that happen by your gift of any size. So go to helpandhopenow.org. That's helpandhopenow.org, where you can safely give. So go to helpandhopenow.org, where you can safely give. That's helpandhopenow.org. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to being with you tomorrow.